welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I yet. <laughs> the podcast <laughs> where we go through the select filmography of underrated actresses. Today we're finishing, not finishing, we're continuing our Juliet Lewis miniseries uh, with Mixed Nuts, released in 1994, written and directed by Nora Ephron about some people who work at a suicide hotline on Christmas Eve. And joining us today is Mr. Tucker Iverson. Hey, what's up? And, uh, well, I'm Sam. I'm Jake. But how did we skip that part? You know what? This is our first time recording together in like in like a month and a half or something. Well, our audience doesn't need to know we took a COVID hiatus. Well, I think they do because (laughs) (laughs) I think I made an Instagram post about it. But you were on an episode without me, and then I was on one without you. Yeah. Wow. And then okay. Yeah, that wasn't even COVID related. That was. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. We got into a fight that was reminiscent of our famous 2014. (laughs) Feud, which is oh, our wow. only fight we've ever had. The feud over Garrett Lyons and who could be friends with him. I don't think it was over. No, 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 no. You just used him to make me jealous while I used other people. But we fought about something else at the beginning. Which is I that so I public remember. that you're not going to need to like bleep that out, or are you going to need? No, we're we're name? planning on writing a TV show about it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. It's going to be called Garrett Lyons and the Great Disaster. Garrett Lyons lives in Chicago now. He does. Is that his real name? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he saw uh, he saw Ty Principles. Do you Second cage see? match. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one we lost, that. so he's bad luck. Tri- yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> Tucker, uh, you were on the pod before. I've been on the pod before, but we, we were in a different location. What was the uh, movie for that it was, one? Uh, I can't oh. believe you don't remember. <laughs> oh, it was uh, the really... Oh, about a boy. It was about a boy. Yes. Which was that is the totally what I was going to say. <laughs> That's uh, the only one you've done? I thought yeah, about a boy. For... The one with the guy, and he's trying to find out what to do around the world. Oh, uh, I love no. that one. That's, um, <laughs> that, that's also what About a Boy is about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about was... a guy trying to find out what to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, the guy who like goes to like all these different countries. And, like, oh, no, that was Oh, Gigi. Around the World in 80 Days. Oh. Gigi was on that one? Yeah. I, they're so similar. Exactly. Yeah, they're similar. basically the same. Person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. let's mix nuts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is uh, a Christmas movie. 1994. Yes. 1994. Anything uh, happened that year? Your birth year. I was born in 1994. Whoa. So, me and nuts are same. We were not. Same age, I know. Yeah, did you watch this in theaters? <laughs> yeah, I did. Your yeah. parents were like, this looks like a good movie for... <laughs> to take a kid, yeah. For an infant. An yeah. infant, yeah. Yeah, so this movie, uh, at the end of 1994, was featured on numerous worst of lists. Mm. That hurts. I know. Really? I... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and I, I kind of like it. Yeah, I was definitely... I actually knew... That Sam already uh, kind of liked it because I was looking up reviews of this movie <gasps> and on Letterboxd, her uh, her review popped up first. She oh gave it two and a half stars. Wait, wait, wait! You published your Letterbox before you record the pod. That's kind of cheating. <laughs> well, I watched it a year ago and liked it then. Why did you watch it a year? Are you on ago? But you just Tucker? reviewed it. No, I, it was a, it was the public. Like if you uh, search "Mix Nuts" okay. it, for most recent reviews, because I think maybe you did it yesterday or the wow. day before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not on Letterboxd because I don't care what anyone thinks. About you are it. on Letterboxd, you just don't use well, it. Well, yeah. I don't use it because I don't care. Everyone's wrong about movies. That is very true. Um, Even you were wrong. I watched Pig last night. Oh, how was it? thought it was so boring. <laughs> and then I went to like my friend's reviews on Letterboxd. All of them gave it four stars. Well, wow. you didn't like Don't Look Up because you're a misogynist. That's true. I do hate that man. <laughs> 
I haven't even watched it. I pivoted yeah. to hating mm-hmm. women during the pandemic. I just thought it was time to change it up. Uh, it's funny because it's I feel like that movie watching and I just felt like our old improv team would have uh, just could have played every role. I'm literally so same. offended that you said that because it was not a funny movie. No, 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 but we could have made it funnier than them is what I'm saying. That's true. That's true. And you would have been Jennifer Lawrence with her oh, turf bands. <laughs> am I wrong? Um, no. Well, I would have been, I... You're going to make Andy the lead? I would have been Melanie Linsky. <laughs> Who would Garrett... Oh, true, true, true. <laughs> Who would Garrett Lyons have been? Stop. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so this movie, <laughs> sure, sure, uh, opens. Uh, oh white, yeah. The song "White Christmas" plays as Steve Martin is biking down the coast. Mm. Yeah, cute. Uh, There's he, a candy cane passed out on a bench. Yes, he runs into Juliette Lewis, who's nine months pregnant, getting we- into a screaming argument with Parker Posey and John Stewart. Mm-hmm. Real um, quick, are we are we just kind of running through every single beat of this movie, or do you want to? I don't know. <laughs> I just just kind of kind of so I can get a sense of where this is going. Like, should I bring oh. up stuff now? Should I save it to later? Um, we can. It, I don't it's care. Really out of order. Yeah. Whatever you want to bring up. I feel like we go through themes, kind of. We yeah, move, we kind of go through themes. Or like we, characters, depending on the movie. We just do what we want. Well, last time I was here, uh, Professor Kenny kind of drove a lot of the conversation <laughs> oh and kind of where it was going. That's true. We should really we, we could really <laughs> use him now. Yeah, where is Professor Kenny? You work with him know. now. I do work with him. Uh, if anybody wants to find me at work, <laughs> just look up where Professor college. Kenny works. Just get your uh, your vaccination card ready, I guess. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. Um, so Parker Posey, Parker Posey is, is also an overlap performance from oh, she, a Tony movie yeah. from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was in Clockwatchers. Yes, the best film. What do you like better, this or Clockwatchers? I uh, Clock I mean, Watchers was your favorite. It was my first favorite, but I I need to rewatch it. I think. Okay. I think pacing wise, I like this more. Does that make sense? Really? Yeah. I thought the this pacing was a nice was tight ninety. It was fun. Yeah. Not true. enough movies are short enough. These days. I mm-hmm. felt to me like a slow ninety. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you were taking a bath during it. I so, was. You were so taking wait, a bath. Fair. T- yeah. Tucker, what was your what was your problem with this movie? Yeah. I I guess like if I had to sum up, I was thinking a lot about today, like what the problem, what I really didn't like about the movie. And I think it's because like with the whole time we're supposed to be rooting for them to like save this suicide hotline, but also <laughs> the suicide hotline's like killing people. Like they're like so bad at saving people that like- They're horrible at their job. They're like terrible at their job. So why am I supposed to root for them to Are you referring to that to one save? scene where she accidentally- like the guy actually kills himself over on the phone. Like every single time you talk to someone <laughs> on the phone, they're like, "No, there's that guy who just wants to harass them sexually." Over sure. There. So either either they fall into two categories: a troll sexual harasser, or we can debate. I guess if he has, if he actually has sure. cancer. Um, yeah, and then you know what? But yeah, there's but also well. They save you? Liam Schreiber. They well. <laughs> in an unconventional way. <laughs> Let's talk about. Or do, or does Liam Schreiber save them? Wow, maybe. I okay. Let's just get into that then. Nineties uh, yeah. trans yeah. representation <laughs> is a little lacking, but yeah. not completely. I dug it. It's not completely offensive. Yeah, and I don't think minus the fact that it's straight man, cis man is the, playing. I, I thought like everything. The the worst one, the worst part was like the 
I don't know, him joke. Do you know what I mean? When he like left, right? When um, they Trevor left the oh <laughs> scarf, and then like and Steve his... Martin was like cape. Oh, capes. Yeah. Cape, cape, cape. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Um, and then Steve Martin was like, oh, he left his cape. Not but she, uh, even yeah. even that, though, could have just been a misdirect for... I'm not excusing the joke, but, like, it, he was he didn't want Rita Wilson to think that I, a woman had been true, there. True, true, I true. thought you were going to talk about when he left his family's house and the family started <laughs> chanting, oh, yeah. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was really bad too. <laughs> just the loudest misgendering you've ever well, seen. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. a little confusing um, what they were trying to do with that character, but I did enjoy that she found love with Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that was cute. That, that was, was his best work, actually. I think. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Cute. Just playing himself on SNL. <laughs> yeah, He's the little baby the boy. <laughs> was he on SNL? the same time as this or before I this? I think so. It must have been at the same time. Yeah, I think it was the same time. Well, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, and then Liam Schreiber, what else has he done? He was uh he was in Scream. Oh, okay. He He's married to Naomi, Naomi Watts. Ooh. In real life? Yes, it's like 2002. Wow. In my freshman year acting class, I had to read an interview with him about the craft of acting and mm. like write a report on mm. it. Ray Donovan, I think. I've never seen it, but oh. my parents love this, it. This was his first movie role. Yeah. What an interesting first movie role. I know. You're going to play a trans woman in a Christmas Nora Ephron movie about suicide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up. You know, I would do that, though. Well, in the 90s, not now. Yeah. <laughs> poorly so upon. Um, but yeah, I think just getting back to why I didn't really like the movie is I think like just it felt pretty unrealistic, just the whole thing. And I don't know if yeah. I'm just supposed to kind of like buy into all the unrealistic things, but I think if like at one point someone had stepped back and been like, hey, I, I think you're like not doing a good job at this suicide outline and they maybe got better at it. Wait, Joey, Wait. are we recording? Oh, okay. The screen froze. <laughs> um, um, wait, 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 let me, hold on. You are famously a fan of realism, real <laughs> things Realism. being real and believable in performance kind of mm. am i no something, <laughs> yeah. something that occurred to me during this movie is i feel like the style of dialogue that nora efron writes mm-hmm. like meg ryan and tom hanks are able to pull it off so effortlessly mm. that ah. it never occurred to me in any of her other movies how kind of elevated the languages Mm. there's so many moments in this movie where for example rita wilson is uh she she kind of like says things like a few times like she'll be like uh, i can't remember exactly what but she'll just be like like statement and i don't know (laughs) statement wait she 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 talks in a very like it almost seems like it's a play or something Mm. i'm also just realizing the rita wilson tom hanks yeah Yeah. overlap did she put them together yeah they were in a couple of movies together. Were they? Were they? I think. But not as love interests. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> they would have no chemistry. Right. Uh, no, I yeah. was obsessed with the, the when Rita Wilson gets sexually harassed over the phone, she covers her ears and starts jumping up and down and spinning <laughs> in a circle. <laughs> so this is my only Nora Ephron movie. She, she oh really? That I've seen. I know seen? you told me to watch Harry Metzali and I haven't yet, but... Uh, uh, I feel like Christmas movies are kind of inherently campy anyway. So maybe it's just supposed to be a little more campy. I know. 
maybe, but... I'm just defending Rita Wilson. No, I'm just talking about the style of dialogue. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's, it's, it's the same in, like, When Harry... Well, Is I this... don't know. I feel like it's more conversational in When Harry mm. Met Sally. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot more, like, probably, like, improv in When Harry Met Sally or something. Oh, yeah. From, like, Billy Crystal. And the whole thing is kind of, Yeah. True. Question: Is this a Christmas movie or a movie that just happens to take place? In Christmas? I wanted to talk about that too, <laughs> yeah. because it, well, does it need uh, to have snow to be a Christmas movie? No, no. Okay. I was wanting to talk about that too. I want to talk about how you guys feel about Christmas as a setting in general, because like there are movies that like Die Hard, right? Sure. That just take place on Christmas. Uh, the Nativity Story. Yeah, which is about Christmas. <laughs> well, but not like the story. There's no trees in it or Santa, so is wow. it really a Christmas movie? Wow. Think about that. Who knows? I guess it depends on uh, how you define Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I think like Home Alone feels like a Christmas movie. Why? Yeah. Because there's like a sense of like optimism mm-hmm. that I think potentially this movie is lacking. Saving lives is not optimistic to you. <laughs> loaded question I feel like they uh, <laughs> but so many people die in this movie <laughs> only like wow it's the guy in the phone booth and then the landlord who they kill people can't die in Christmas movies which that was Praxis <laughs> people can't die in Christmas movies also the guy who died at the end was literally spoiler alert the seaside strangler yeah and Nora Ephron loves a serial killer subplot. really <laughs> well and you've got mail there was this whole serial killer subplot that was taken out in editing oh <laughs> and still ended up being good the movie yeah has yeah. she ever written like a crime thriller I don't think so <laughs> she should um I love it. I don't think she can. I think think that it's okay. So I know that I've said before on the podcast that Juliette Lewis has a habit of playing characters that come across as developmentally delayed. (laughs) And (laughs) have you said that before? I think so. Probably when you weren't on, but because you're offending. I think I I I think that Rita Wilson took over that role. Yeah, yeah. She seems very childlike. Almost. Or know. not childlike, but she she seems like she's like twenty two. Maybe she was twenty two. And also Adam Sandler's like a six year old boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well what about the um uh Julia wasn't like yeah, she, that she wasn't childlike, she was just more like uh kind of um brash and she didn't you know she seemed she had seaside strangler vibes. She she did. She got <laughs> mad at her husband and cut up all of his clothes. Because he stole her Santa suit. That she was going to sell? Apparently. I have a question. This kind of brings up a different question. Is her business successful? And if so, how come they don't have any money? Amazing Gracie. Yeah, I guess it's a tailor shop. It's a really nice looking shop. It's a tailor shop? I I don't know. Clothing thrift store. Yeah, it seemed like a thrift store. (laughs) But she keeps making clothes for people. Or maybe she's just choosing clothes. (laughs) She's just cutting them off. I thought she sold them all. All the dinner clothes. Um, Yeah, I I got the impression that she was dirt poor. And yes, her... we keep saying it. Well, because yeah. her husband just wants to be a wall artist. Mm-hmm. And she eats peanut butter with her finger. Yeah. Which is a poor move. <laughs> <laughs> I eat it with Rich's a spoon. chopsticks. Oh, middle yeah. class. <laughs> spoon. No, Rich's chopsticks for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I... Um, yeah, what? Um, what did we think of Steve Martin's character in this movie? 
I thought it was I thought it was fun how he vacillated between being like so horrible to everybody around him and then being like really really caring. I yeah. I am not convinced he's. They keep saying, "Oh, Steve Martin, he's so good on the phone." Is he? <laughs> he's not. We all. don't seem to be good at the phone at all. But he also <laughs> barely makes any actual calls. Like yeah. most of the movie, he's running around trying to solve other things while right. they're all on the phone. He's delegating. Right. The one where he like answers the phone and it's like we uh, have Shriver on the other line. Yeah, yeah. He like takes so long. He's like uh, every. Um, what is it like input from Chris? He like writes down on the thing and it takes forever. And you can get the sense that like, if someone called in that was like really depressed, like it would take too long and they would. Yeah. yeah well, they had a problem with the connection too. A lot of the time. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, they didn't have 5g. <laughs> this is, this is not a suicide hotline that you would want to call. I one time, which, I, lifesavers. which was so true to life. Cause I one time called a suicide hotline in college and they put me on hold for 20 minutes and then hung up on me. Oh, what? <laughs> Did you call back? I called back and then um, I got this woman who was like, well, you should go to therapy. And I was, wow. and, and it was one in the morning and I was like, <laughs> right now. And I was like, yeah, I probably um, should. <laughs> and she was like, why aren't you in therapy? And I was like, bitch, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this feeling just sprung up on me, you dumb bitch. Oh my god. Please help me. It was it, it was very she was getting like frustrated with me. She was getting frustrated? Yeah. Oh. But we well, should have called life. Seems like then maybe this is a pretty realistic movie, grounded mm-hmm. kind of in realism. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think the older woman who worked there was probably pretty good. Mrs. Munchick. Mrs. Yeah. Was that her name? Munch. Munchnick. 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 Yeah. Munchnick. I was referring to her as, uh, I was just referring to all the characters with their actors. As Madeline Kahn. What else is she yeah. in? She's great. I don't know, but I loved her. She, I thought she was the grandma from Gilmore Girls for a second. Ugh, I wish. But she was annoying too, like. No, I, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. I... Well, what's your review of the movie? Oh, I liked it a lot, but I hated her. She was mean. <laughs> she was like, there she is. She's on the on the screen. Yeah, she now. didn't make a ton of Cosby. Well, oh no. Oh, she was in Ivana Trump's for Love Alone. What? Oh, she was in a I... Life. The Gypsy Moth. Oh, this is an IMDb that did not age well. And she was in the Bugs Life video game. Wow. Hell I... yeah, I get that bread. I had the Bugs Life video. Sesame Street. Okay. That's good. Uh, Playing herself. Oh, she was the commissioner of fun and games. Um, an American Tale, getting better. Nice. Oh, Mrs. White and Clue, yeah. My Little Pony, the movie. Oh, Madeline, she had her own sitcom, I guess. The Muppet movie. Well, one thing I didn't get about her character is why at the end was she so horny for the dog guy? I think that at a, <laughs> when you've just been in like a bad mood all day, she she's probably just <clears throat> a very angry lover. <laughs> Oh, so she's just trying. She it's gonna, just some, some sort of release. For she her. was gonna have hate sex with him Got and it. on dogs. the beach in the sand yeah. with. The, oh, do they hold the dogs? No, it's the implied whole... that they did have sex with the dogs. What? Because what? Do you remember? <laughs> do you no. remember what she said earlier when she was stuck in the elevator and she goes, "Don't think I don't know what you do with those dogs." <laughs> oh. So then she fa- and then later she was able to whisper to them. Wow. Okay. Yeah, she was able. Yeah. He, uh, he, he taught her how to... How to fuck dogs. <laughs> Did they have sex in the lifeguard stand or on the beach? On the beach. And then, That's so they were holding the dogs while... Or the dogs were just running around them. Oh my god. Uh, I... 
over the summer was dating this guy who had a dog. Oh, rag. And one time, the the three of us were on the bed, and me and the guy kind of started making out. And I was like, hey, before we have sex, can you get your dog off the bed? And he was like, why would I do that? Yeah, that's a thing. I really think that... I don't think animals should see... Just because I always think, like, what if one day they just start speaking English? <laughs> and then they're like, I saw you doing that. Like, oh, that's why? That's my concern. Well, that's I would, concern well, well I, I was scared because I I thought that the dog was going to get, like, horny. Is it neutered or spayed? Do you know? Probably neutered. I don't know, but... Still, and the guy, he, he, he was like, don't worry, the dog's not going to get horny. But are just you feels... turned on by dogs having sex? No. So why would you assume that the dog is turned on by you having sex? Well, because That's I... called human-centric like human behavior. Human-centric behavior, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Homo-centric. Anthropomorphizing the dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a vet in the movie. Who they treat as a doctor. Yes, Rob Reiner. That joke falls flat. I don't want it in the room because I don't want to start licking me. Yeah, yeah, no. Rob Reiner? No. (laughs) What? How did you forget about what you were talking about so fast? Rob Reiner uses it pronouns. Yeah. (laughs) A question about Rob Reiner. Can veterinarians actually do human stuff? Probably. I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe not legally, but they, they know how bodies work. Do they? Don't they just learn about dogs? And cats. <laughs> and rabbits. <laughs> God, people who have birds are weird. No offense yeah. to anybody yeah. in this yeah. room if anyone has a bird. Like, yeah. Um, I had a bird when I was a kid and it was really mean. Mm-hmm. What kind of bird? Was it a parrot? It was a parakeet. Parakeet. Yeah. Do, is that just like a parrot but smaller? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, they can't talk. They're green and they have like fuzzy hair, right? Is that fuzzy hair? The feathers. Yeah. <laughs> well, on top of its head. The bird had fuzzy hair. Like well, a mohawk. Well, I don't remember exactly what it looked like. Hmm. Um, I didn't spend that much time with it because it didn't love me. <laughs> How do birds love you, though? You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's why people with birds are weird. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Have you seen that guy on 86th Street who has all those birds? No. And they, like, uh, yes, play music have. for him or yes. something? Yeah. They play music for him. No, he's, like, playing music and they're, like, <laughs> yeah. sitting. <laughs> they're sitting and vibing. <laughs> Yeah, birdly, bird people. Um, bird people are weird. Like, public bird people. Especially, mm-hmm. and I'm so scared of them. Because, like, you'll walk through a whole block of, like, pigeons. Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. some crazy ladies feeding them. And you're what like, the... why do you, like, why, <laughs> why do you want me you to, to walk point? through this? <laughs> like, why do I have to walk through your weird choice? What's, what's scarier to you? Someone who's got, like, a hundred pigeons around them and following them? Mm-hmm. Or... Someone who walks by you, picks up a pigeon off the ground, and shoves it in their shirt. The first one. The first one? <laughs> it's really? just one pigeon. Really? It's That's the... true, because if it's in the guy's shirt, then you don't have to deal with it. And it's about the quantity of the pigeons for me. Not it's the, about the not quantity, the act. not the act of the... One person's just feeding them, and they've kind of gotten accustomed well, to Well, maybe the second person is a magician, and they need a bird for their... They hat. need a pigeon? It's New York. <laughs> what are they going to do? Find a... Dove. What? Maybe they'll spray paint the pigeon. Because <laughs> I was turning the pigeon into a dove. Okay, that's that's interesting. Ooh. I would do that. I think they're just gonna eat it or something. Anyway, isn't Steve Martin a magician? No, he's a yeah, musician. Yeah, yeah. Musician. I think he does magic. Probably. I don't think so. You, you think gotta he's start. Funny? I think he has more respect for himself. Do you guys think he's funny? Uh, yeah. 
In this movie, no. In this movie, there were a couple moments that made me laugh. Oh, the, dan- the dance was fun. The dance was fun. And yeah. I like that he wasn't denying her... Uh, the dance. The dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was, was nice. Cool. Yeah. Nora Ephron is an early champion of the trans rights movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was reading... I was trying to figure <laughs> out who the first like openly trans actor to play a trans character was. Um, and there's no like definite... It, it doesn't really pop up on Google, but I, it might have been in Grey's Anatomy, depending on really? de- oh. depending on when the trans doctor shows up on Grey's Anatomy. Well, Felicity Huffman played a trans woman yes. in 2002, maybe? Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. when she, was the Hilary Swank movie? That right. was like 2000, I think. Yeah. And she played a trans man. Yeah. So the weird thing with the Felicity yes. Huffman one was that they actually, because they normally would do the... The opposite. Yeah, yeah, having a mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess but, it's kind of more progressive. I yeah, know. I think that the first like uh, I think it might have been Laverne Cox. Probably at least the first like super super or, mainstream. Right, like uh, like, playing an actual like character. Yeah, and that was like 2013, <laughs> which is it's crazy. Right, to, right. It's crazy to think of how yeah. like accelerated uh, trans rights have come since then. And all thanks to Nora Ephron. I really like how we didn't do any research on it. We're just guessing. <laughs> no, I tried to do research. Kidding. I read so many articles. <laughs> and I saw, I saw it was like Grey's Anatomy turns out 2005 to present. And I was like, there's a trans actor in 2005. But that's just the year that oh, the, the show, show came out. Oh, I can't believe it's still on. That always happens. I know. It just got renewed for a 19th season. Insane. 19th season? Yeah. Oh, and do you know Ellen Pompeo doesn't like doing it anymore? Well, she why did would it, you? She did an interview. She was like, I don't like acting anymore. I told them they have to give me a lot of money. They want me to keep doing it. And they have to let me direct a certain amount. Of <laughs> She's also like, she probably just sleepwalks through it. I mean, yeah, yeah. But she must make millions of dollars. Is Ellen Pompeo the next one on the pod or after Juliette Lewis? I know. We're going to go through all of Grey's and Every, Every single episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, SVU's been on longer. Mariska's still there. That's true. That's true. 20. But Ellen Pompeo is the highest paid actress on primetime television. What? Mm-hmm. But the, and oh, director, probably. They're both on NBC, though. Right? Oh, no, ABC. No, ABC and NBC. <gasps> I think oh. the Marishka likes doing it, so... Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> that one's a fun... That's a fun show. Uh-huh. It's so much more fun to be a cop than a doctor. Problematic. Dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, obsessed with SVU when I was 11. That, is, that says a lot about you. It really fucked up my development. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of it lately. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot just um, left. Oh, speaking of yeah. uh, speaking of cops, uh, to kind of get back to the movie. Uh-oh. How how are they a hundred percent sure that he's the strangler if they just found a bag with fishing twine and kelp in it? And they're like, yeah. oh, that's what he uses. Wait, kelp? That's what I they missed said. That line. Why is there kelp in there? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they cut a scene about kelp. But that's like just like the most circumstantial evidence of all time. They're like, oh yeah, this bag totally belonged to it him, also, to the dead it guy. It also completely exonerates Juliette Lewis for killing him. Yeah, yeah. she just yeah. killed him. She didn't know that. She didn't know he was well, the strangler. Well, that community needed closure, and they got it. <laughs> yeah. What if someone else starts strangling someone after? Then what do they do? She'll shoot him again. She Oh, she, she's the vigilante. Yeah. They had $250,000, what, bail on this guy's head? Or what, Actually, what really it? like... Bounty on his head? I like when she she went and just asked her for five thousand, and she's like, "Fine." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. 
I mean, if there was, if that was taxed, which it probably was, it's not going to be that much. Right. Well, for her, I mean, she has no money. True. Yeah. Um, like, they could have just put stuff in a bag and said, oh, this is the dead guy's bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have. Like they did on Yellow Jackets. Are you guys watching Yellow Jackets? <gasps> no, but we'll get there, right? We will. It's uh, Juliette Lewis's new TV show on oh. Showtime. And it's like, alert. it's like half flashbacks half like present day mm-hmm. and it's like juliette lewis's character when she was a teenager her and her soccer team uh got lost in the wilderness oh, after I, plane yeah, crash. I saw that yeah. um, did they eat everybody or something and they, and they eat each other and then like years later they're like <laughs> fuck we really ate people didn't we <laughs> awkward and she's like addicted to drugs and the other well, characters yeah. are like cheating on their husbands yeah because they're so traumatized because they're so hungry. <laughs> Why did you have to... Yeah, that's such a weird thing. In the past 20 years, I've been searching for the rush that I got when I killed my friend and ate oh, her. I'll watch it. You have to watch it. Oh, what does the $5,000 go, uh, go towards? Oh, uh, um, their rent. Their rent? rent. But the landlord died. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think they have to pay but it But I think anymore. it's to save the, the non-profit that they have. From... Yeah, but that was... From rent. But from that, the condos. That was the rent that they owed. The, right, but if they made up the rent, there was, I guess, a case to be had in, like, like property court, maybe? Question, is the landlord actually pretty nice for letting them stay after paying <laughs> not paying rent for three months? Yeah, also $5,000 for three months? Yeah. Is that what it is? That was crazy. I thought it was for the next year. Oh. But I don't know. Oh, I, I thought know. it was just the back pay. That yeah, I thought been. it was back pay. I don't, I don't know. know. It seems like they How were big working was the apartment? out of a, uh, It was like an apartment, building. yeah. Yeah. Um, Which yeah, with a nice bathroom. Never, never trust a jo- <laughs> a, an office job that's actually just in an apartment. <laughs> I worked an office job that was just in an apartment, and it was horrible. Have you really? Yeah. The, the bathroom was genuinely right next to my supervisor's desk. <laughs> and I would just be, like, shitting like, every day. Was this the, um, like, kids yeah. acting studio? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. When I first met you, you had that job, I think. Yeah. 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 And then they would go through your Facebooks, I want to say. They, I had to um, look through my boss's Facebook feed. Oh, that's what I, yeah. To see, like, if any of our students had had any accomplishments. Uh, and then I would have to post about them. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite vocab moments in this movie was when Madeline Kahn called Liev Schreiber a strumpet. Oh, yeah. it's just like an old timey word for whore. <laughs> they like knocked her out casually, and then she was just like, <laughs> "She has a concussion." Yeah, I'm gonna a be lot of con- them got concussions. A lot of them. There was so a lot many... of slapstick in this movie. This movie was TBI central. Traumatic oh. brain injury. <laughs> it was like the NFL just, or something. Yeah, she it's like, like um, CT. When she got stuck in the elevator, that was fun. I loved that. I was nervous that I didn't know the, the, what the tone of the movie was going to be because it was kind of early. So I thought maybe it was going to be a graphic murder or a graphic <laughs> death scene of like her. Like burn after head. reading style. Like she just gets chopped in half or something. Um, <laughs> luckily that didn't happen. Yeah. yeah that, that but been a she did movie. play. I liked when she played a lot of like she had a lot of gifts with her and she just unwrapped mm-hmm. them. All that was good. That was playing yeah. them. Yeah. Well, why was she buying all these people like instruments though? That's what she I She just knew so many, so many children. For her dead, her dead husband's sister. Oh, that was the best. In the first, like, ten minutes, she's like, I'm going to go hang out with my dead husband's extended family. <laughs> Poor Rita Wilson and then didn't she have keeps, But instead, she keeps she referring got... to her dead husband throughout the movie. 
Right. Instead, she got laid. Was he the one that got hit by the truck of mixed nuts? No, that, that no. was Steve Martin's, Steve Martin's father. dad. Which okay, is yeah. the only title drop and also makes... Uh, is it supposed to be also referring to the group of people? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, a little nuts. Mm. Aww. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Well mm. done, Nora. Yes. Mixed... I- Mixed is questionable because they're all very light. So oh, interracial nuts. <laughs> no, my headcanon is that Rita Wilson was a white Puerto Rican. Exactly. I think she was. I think she is. Yeah. I really related to her as a, as a white Puerto Rican. I think you would be good at that job. Thank and specifically you. at that job, like yeah. Lifesavers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All you have to do is say, how come you're not in therapy? <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to call you at work and I'm going to be like, um... I'm very upset. <laughs> I was in the grocery store and the 10 items in underline. Everyone had cookies. Oh my god, you wrote the whole thing. <laughs> I loved that moment. No, I did too. I just when didn't she's on the phone, she goes... Everyone had turkeys, and I was in the tight items or less line with a boneless chicken breast. And I realized I'm going to be in the ten items or less lane for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Rita Wilson runs away and starts crying. crying. In the Just leaves her. Yeah. I really related to her sitting down in the bathtub every time she was upset. That was a really good, I feel, Nora Ephron moment. Mm-hmm. She's in all of her movies. I feel like she she'll comment on like a very mundane, everyday thing and like find the romance in it find the magic in it mm. and like having sex with steve martin by the toilet <laughs> yeah oh you're yeah. having a panic attack well she was wearing a really pretty dress <laughs> she was that was a hot all of a dress. sudden all of a sudden yeah she uh, looked so nice and that's when, when julia lewis gave her the makeover and she kind of it was just like a tiny bit of eyeliner <laughs> and a dress i know and <laughs> she's facing away from the camera and julia's just going boop, boop, like two dots on yeah. each side and, and then she's she like, turns Dum. around and she has an alphabet moment. She's like, <laughs> why Miss Alphaba? Look at you. Pinko, You're beautiful. Good with green. <laughs> she goes, oh, I have to go. And runs away. I'm trying to remember the next lyric of popular. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I want I want to see uh, Meredith Hagner play Galindo. From Portia from Search yes. Party. Have you seen Search Party? Yes. Have you um, watched the I've only watched the final first season? Three episodes. I haven't seen any of them. Oh, oh wait, of the show or the final the show. season? Oh no! <laughs> Listen to that. But maybe when this episode comes out, maybe I'll have seen more of it. Yeah. You should. Yeah. It's really good. What's well, kind of the turnaround time so I know what I have, what I'm working oh, on? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh, with this? I don't know. I don't know, like a week or two, maybe. Oh, great. I think by the time this comes out, I'll probably be on the final season. Okay. It's so. a wild ride. <laughs> Just it's crazy. No, it's really crazy. God, I'm so jealous that you're watching it for the first I time. Know. Mm. I like. I remember. I remember watching the season two finale. It's crazy. And, Wait, which is oh. and just it. It's um. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just like losing my shit. At the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> what about Wait, season I think three I've seen finale? Oh yeah, and the season but, four finale. No, but the se- no, but at the end of se- <laughs> at the end of season two, I feel like at the end of season one of Search Party, like mm. the it's like okay, the truly in every season it kind of becomes a different yeah, show. it's a different genre. But at the end of season two, I was like, oh, like uh, the character of Dory, Alia Shawkat's character, yeah. like changes so drastic, or not even changes drastically. It's 
something is like revealed about her that you're like, oh my God, why didn't I see it before? Mm. And it makes all of her actions from the past two seasons make so much sense. Mm. And I was like, oh. I, I started, to watch that. Literally right before I watched the second season, one of, uh, one, one of my friends was like, oh, Search Party, it's the best show on television. And I was like, it's fine. But then, <laughs> but then I saw the season two finale and I was like, this Pulitzer Prize when? <laughs> and like, Nobody watches it because it's only for it's only it. for like mid twenties millennials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. We're gonna save the we're gonna save TV. TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right here. Right here. <laughs> saving TV, saving lives. True. Well, you know what? Lifesavers. Lifesavers. Wow. I would never um, be a doctor. I would no. see or I would I would write. I would see a remake of this movie. Yeah. With um <clears throat> with the tall guy from Search Party as Steve yeah. Martin. Penelope Cruz. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lady Gaga as uh as uh as um as Rita Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bradley Cooper as Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. Jared Leto as Lee Schreiber. No, the guy who walks the dogs. (laughs) Oh, wait. Jared Leto did win an Oscar for playing a trans woman in 2013. Oh, my God. Jared Leto has a cult. Or had Mm, a cult. What? That makes sense. I don't know. He he and some people were, like, in the desert, I think, like, early on in quarantine. In quarantine? This is recent Or or possibly in, like, 2019. Quarantine in the desert. But... Maybe it's just research for some sort of role. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. He's a method actor. He started a, he's playing a cult leader, so he started a cult. Yeah. Yeah. And that role is the Joker. Mm, Um, Uh, Did you guys catch the part where Rita Wilson said that Steve Steve Martin was in the Peace Corps and he fixed the native soil erosion problems? (laughs) And that's kind of like the only good thing we ever learned about Steve Martin. (laughs) In Peru, yeah. That was awesome. (laughs) Oh, the, um... What we wrote on the 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 moment that I laughed at Steve Martin was when he walks into Lifesavers and Talia. He goes, have you seen a woman in a bad mood? Referring to Madeline (laughs) 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 Wait, have you guys seen Only Murders in the Building? No, I Yes, it's so good. Okay, yeah. I saw it like a couple weeks ago. It's and amazing. I loved it. Yeah. I've resisted it for so long because I think Selena Gomez is annoying. Yeah. But she's really good at that. Well, yeah, her best work was Wizards of Waverly Place. I think her best work was Only Murders in the Building. Oh, good for her. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was in Spring Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Which she allegedly, that scene where she cries and wants to leave is actually real. What? And really her doing that. Oh, God. To James Franco because she was tired of this this shoot and she didn't want to do it anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's, she actually got it in um, Selena and Chef, the new show on HBO <laughs> Max, where chefs teach Selena Gomez how to cook over Zoom. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. She has, she has no clue what she's doing in the kitchen, but slowly she's going to learn through all these <laughs> I think she jazz. was really good in that Woody Allen movie that she yeah. insisted on making when I, her mom begged her not to. I thought... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I thought you were saying... I mean, it is true. No, no, what, what's the... It was really her in the Chef <clears throat> Selena series when she started crying and asking to go home. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Chris I don't want to make paella anymore. <laughs> I love paella. So good. 
She also has just, like, two friends that, I guess, live with her that are just, their whole purpose is to just hype up Selena Gomez. <laughs> and they also help cook. But they're bad at cooking also. Is it Taylor Swift? No. No, it's they're not Demi famous. Lovato. They're not famous friends. No, they're not friends anymore. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Oh, when Demi Lovato overdosed, what? Selena didn't comment for, like, a week. And, and then... <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, okay, they are... Perez. They already weren't friends, though. Okay. But everyone was yeah. waiting for her to comment. Because they used to YouTube together. Oh my god. Did they? If, if people, if, if I had like a large audience <clears throat> of people demanding that I comment on every like development of somebody I was friends with when I was 12 years old. To I be think, fair, it's an overdose. I think that I would kill myself. But they're always Maybe gonna... she reached out privately. Exactly. She was in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, wasn't she? I don't know. I mean, they, sorry, weren't they? Oh my god. Skinny bottles, they then pronounce that. Well, but Poot is still she. Poot. <laughs> um, no, uh, Selena was um, like she'll forever be lumped in with. Uh, like they're gonna always be together, like grouped yeah. together in like because they also were both not good enough in their pop <laughs> careers, so they're gonna still be like they didn't are integrated themselves. They just kind of yeah, that's true. Are on the same line level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, in fairness, Ariana Grande was never on their level in terms of acting well we'll see wicked ariana grande's never been as good of an actor as demi lovato hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) haven't you seen eurovision song contest (laughs) wait who's who's in that that. (laughs) demi lovato's in it Uh, what yeah are they good haven't you seen camp very briefly okay camp rock is really good camp rock's good um nora efron co-wrote this movie with her sister delia efron and we're just gonna say it. I think that Delia is a flop. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there only movie together? Well, no. Delia also co-wrote "You've Got Mail." Um, oh, so she's a flop. And and Michael, which is a really horrible movie, oh, God. where John Travolta plays uh, an Michael angel Jackson. Oh. who's like an angel. Rugged. Yeah, like an angel who comes down from heaven to uh, to like help who's rugged teach somebody how to love. Yeah, he's like drinking milk out of the carton and burping and stuff. But he has, has like, these huge angel wings. And he... Oh, and he has a romantic subplot with... With a serial uh, killer. With with Pammy (laughs) from United States of Terra. Oh, Pammy. Mm -hmm. What's her name again? It's it's something... Something um, weird. It's it's Joey something. Yeah, it's Joey. It's like Joey. A woman named Joey. Mm -hmm. That should be her next movie. A woman named Joey. A woman named Joey. Sorry, Joey King. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, who is that? Uh, From The Kissing Booth 3. And also the other two kissing oh. booths, but wait, isn't she in uh, the act? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's oh Joey King. Yeah. Um, what did I say? Joey King. Joey. Yeah. Oh, what? I was thinking Jolie Fisher, who <laughs> plays Steve Martin's ex-girlfriend in this, who yeah. also had a minor role in oh. The Mask, which was my favorite movie. Yes. Time. And every time I watch this movie, I'm like, who is that? And you went from ten years old The Mask to eleven years old SVU. I want to watch you. I want to go back in time and just observe you watching things as a child and like I mean like oh that makes sense oh yeah, yeah. oh uh-huh. uh, there were so many just so many things going over my head. I <laughs> do you think anyone watches this at Christmas? Uh, they do. I mean, I, I might from now on. I probably will from now on. Yeah, on Letterbox, a lot of people. Oh really? Yeah. 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 I think it's a Christmas movie mm-hmm. because there's so many Christmas songs in it. I think that's my sure. Brother. That's true. Sure. It has sure. a stacked soundtrack. It's I really also, stacked. Even I, Santa Baby shows the, up. Um, 
the the White Christmas, which plays in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've just like never heard all of White Christmas, or if it gets really crazy a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it starts like scatting or something. Oh, that was that was just this version. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, I, I remember the, going, oh, go off White Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite, one of my favorite Christmas songs is literally the last line that plays in the movie, and no one ever sings it, or he, they never play What's it anywhere. What's the song? It? It's the night before Christmas. And you don't have to be a wise man. I'm Just, not familiar with it. No, keep singing it. On bended knee, <laughs> the time... Mm, the heart of this Christmas is in you and me. That part was playing over the credits? Yeah. Oh, I, but, didn't wa I didn't watch the credits. No, right? It's at the end of the movie, too. When uh, Julia just has a baby and she's holding it under the tree. Oh. The, the, the nativity <laughs> scene that they hit you over randomly the dressed as Mary for some <laughs> yeah. reason for the last, like... Yeah. And they sang a lot of carols, and... And Madeline Kahn was singing Deck Dolls really late <laughs> and off-key. Like, that, that went on for a while. <laughs> Love her. Love that bitch. Um, are we supposed to be happy at the end that Felix gets to do his art? Yeah. I guess. We don't <laughs> he really seems like a pretty bad art. guy. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, do we? Yeah, yeah at the end, the, like, they show the they, mural. They pan over and then there's a wall mural of all the characters. Did uh, you not? Did you, had you already stopped? Maybe. I yeah. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, but he also paints things that were he wasn't there for, like like the dogs uh, on the beach or the and Adam Sandler and, uh, or no, maybe I think he paints the dance. Yeah, the dance. The yeah, dance. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like well, he wasn't there for that. I, I Wait, guess. he paints the sex scene on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be a good Isn't father. Isn't wall yeah, art just... Yeah, he seems bad. Isn't that just graffiti? Yeah, no. it's... Yeah, that's why but I can't... paint, I guess? Yeah. Maybe um... he's Banksy. <laughs> that would be funny. If he... It would suit him, too, I think. Yeah, that would suit him. Because he's so annoying. Yeah, I don't think I'm so happy that he gets to do art. He was also, like... He, he was be... also the most rude to... He should be in jail. He was the most rude to Leo Sharper. <laughs> He, he pulled a gun on everyone. And then yeah, he, he, pulled he a gun didn't on even care about shooting a trans woman. He didn't care about shooting his unborn child, who actually was probably not his. Oh, definitely not his. Yes. Yeah. Oh, because, right, he was in jail seven months before. Yeah, he got out of jail seven months ago, and then she, she was saying she was seven months <laughs> pregnant, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, that gun was literally a Chekhov's gun, though. That she, mm -hmm. she, yeah. she, she goes up to her door. I love how she just goes, she sees him through the door, still goes up to it holding the gun. Yeah. Like, I'm holding a gun because it's a strangler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I kept wanting to call the strangler the Scranton strangler because of the <laughs> office. I kept thinking about the SpongeBob strangler. Oh, yes. the hash slinging slasher? No, there's, a, oh. there's an episode with a strangler. What is, I don't remember. He's just called the strangler. Oh, the strangler. And then sense. SpongeBob meets him. And I remember thinking that was pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> bikini bottom. Is this John Stewart's best film role? Yes. I didn't even recognize him. <laughs> I didn't notice it was him. I looked for him. I didn't notice until I did the, too. And then I the didn't... first time I watched it, I like well, they're built I only together, saw after. Right? Yeah. And then this time I I knew who they were and I was like Yeah. Why well, think it yeah. proposed it just such a small role? For fun. Um, that's pretty fun. This was also um 
It was before you've got mail. So I guess she, and then she has, she has a bigger role in that movie. Mm. So I guess she upgraded. Yeah. Nor liked her. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jon Stewart knew had a rollerblade? Or do you think he learned for the film? He seems like a really dedicated actor. So <laughs> I would believe that he got some lessons. Is this the real Jon Stewart? Yes. Yeah. He's an actor? He's Allegedly. in this and Big Daddy. And those are the only two things I've oh, ever Oh, that's seen right. Him. He is in Big Daddy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Big Daddy was the last thing he was ever in. That's um, that's a movie that I'm not going to rewatch because I'm scared that it's going to end up being bad. <laughs> I don't know. Even what though that I is. watched it constantly as a kid. You did? Yeah, it was always on like TBS. Yeah, it was always on TBS. It's about um Adam Sandler taking care of a child. Of the Sprouse oh, twins, no. yeah. played by one. Sorry, mm-hmm. they're playing one, playing but one they're person. both playing. But they're yeah. playing twins. No, no, they're as pl- one. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing one kid. Oh, Haley Joel Osment, real quick in this movie. Uh-huh. At wait, what? At the oh, end. Hold on, hold on. Oh, we'll sorry. get there. Sorry. Wait, where is Haley? Wait, 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 wait. Don't worry. No, come on. No, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. <laughs> is that one of your words? Uh, no, it's one of mine. Okay, we'll, oh, we'll get there. Uh, also, <laughs> also Victor Garber's in the movie. What? Oh, yeah. He's like a voice. He's a voice. I saw movie. him on Wikipedia. He's... Oh, on a phone call? No, no, he's a, like a, the angry neighbor that's like, after they mm. shoot a bunch, he's like, what's going on down there? And they're like, nothing. <laughs> wow. Interesting. I forgot about the awards portion of this podcast, so I got to think one real quick. <laughs> you got to think of three. I got to think, yeah, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> another thing that Nora and Adelia wrote together was the play Love, Loss, and What I Wore, which oh, I, I think is just a bunch of monologues. But when I was in high school, a bunch of people were like auditioning for college with monologues from that play. Mm-hmm. And they were always so annoying to me for some reason. I guess because like we were teenagers and we were like... <laughs> apathetic and detached and the monologues were all like very earnest it Mm. it was all like there's this one that was just like have you ever had a perfect shirt (laughs) just a shirt that you feel amazing about yourself in (laughs) one time i went to summer camp and i had my first love and then i lost my shirt and i cried for days and days about losing the shirt i guess you might be thinking (laughs) that i was actually upset about the loss of my first love but Really, it was about the shirt. <laughs> and like six different people did that monologue. And every single time I was like, kill me. <laughs> did you ever see the, you know, that monologue that's like from You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, that everyone did for a while, even though we were a way B? too old? Yeah, a C. <laughs> a C. <laughs> a C? Yeah. Wait, what was it? gave me a C? <laughs> it's a fucking, it's fucking like eight year old girl complaining. We're <laughs> like auditioning for college with this one. people are 17 years old. <laughs> like, and they're like, I will be doing the C monologue from here. Like, and then it's like, just because I don't know how to spell fraction. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so horrible. Yeah, that was, God. And I'll Being be singing, an was and I'll be singing Astonishing from Little <laughs> 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 good thing i'm so woefully out of tune and date with i wonder what the kids are doing for monologues these days i know i probably the same one probably mm, so, i don't know yeah. he's the easy a monologue <laughs> um yeah wait which one is that maybe i'll have sex with him today maybe i won't <laughs> oh. but in the end it's really none of your fucking business <laughs> Then Penn Badgley is outside with a stereo. I almost yeah, did an EDA for my showcasing. Oh. oh. But then you did It's Kind of a Funny Story, right? Yeah. yeah. Bombed. 
Some <laughs> Sometimes still when I'm watching movies and TV shows, if there's a two-person scene that goes on long enough, I'm like, showcase scene. Or like, I would have done this. I would have, I would have rocked this scene with uh, um, someone in my class. Yeah. yeah. The worst part about showcase was that you were assigned your scene partner. Yeah, rough. Yeah. But what if someone didn't want to pick you? Exactly. And you're a 22 year old, and you're gonna just kill yourself over mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should just get a therapist or call lifesavers. <laughs> <laughs> Calling the suicide hotline because things are not going well in acting class. <laughs> That's like, too real. I just don't think that I have the range. <laughs> I love how the first two years of any acting program are all about like. Play as many different kinds of characters as you can. And then the last two years are like figure out which character you're playing and then only audition for that character for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're not allowed to do anything else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that stinks. And sometimes <laughs> you pierce your ears on a whim and your headshots don't match anymore. Oh, is that No, I did that on purpose. <laughs> I, I want to be edgy. You could draw them in. To the My, oh flesh. You, you need, well. True. Oh, uh, all the headshots. Like I just like, or I like staple them. <laughs> yeah. Or you just or, like put, a hole punch. You put the uh, an earring in Actually, the yeah, actual. Yeah, and it's like three D. Yeah. Yeah. It's three D. Uh, do we have any other notes about this movie before mm-hmm. we move on to awards? Um. Well, I was confused if Felix is a Santa. Uh no. I think he just didn't I want think to do he's laundry. Just in the costume. He's just in the. Co- no, because. Juliet oh, uh, cut, cut up, up his, all clothes. his clothes. But I thought she cut up his clothes because he stole the Santa Claus costume. I thought that he stole the Santa costume because she cut up all his clothes. <laughs> Let's call Nora and I, or Delia. I'm sure Delia. I'm going to DM the... Juliet Lewis. <laughs> oh, I saw an interview. I was Googling like Juliet Lewis mixed nuts interview just oh, to see. Nice. And the only one was her talking about something else. And she was like, people say I always play really dark roles, but I did a romantic comedy called Mixed Nuts that nobody <laughs> saw. <laughs> and I was like, that's a lovely way this to refer to the fact that people hated it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, in Roger Ebert's review, he wrote, maybe there was too much talent for it to work. That's <laughs> so nice of him to say. I know. <laughs> oh, and also, Chris Farley turned down the role that Liam Schreiber played. Oh, no, he, uh, it was for, I thought it was for Felix. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I guess that would make, well, I don't know. I thought I thought that it was, um, I thought that it was for Leo Schreiber's Well, either way, it would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. liked Liev. I thought that no, Liev he, was great. I thought yeah. that he imbued the role with a lot of, like, humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's tr- definitely true. I loved. The outfit was great, too. The outfit was great. I loved the like awkward jokes mm-hmm. that she was cracking. She's like obviously like very aware of how people perceive her and mm-hmm. kind of trying to put the other person at ease and be like, no, I'm normal. I'm normal. Mm-hmm. See? <laughs> I thought that that, I thought that that was very, and also it's about a nice like, grunge aesthetic to the film. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the song that Adam Sandler sings. Yes. To have. Yes, mm. yes. Yes. Oh, and after he that sings, was in your letterbox review. <laughs> <laughs> After he he sings the song to Rita Wilson, he sits down, he goes, it's a work in progress. It might never be finished. It took me eight months. I had to quit my job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, he was great in this movie, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. He's 
he's been, I've been watching a lot of Adam Sandler recently. Yeah. I watched Punch Drunk Love. Adored oh. it. Mm. Watched Eight Crazy Nights. Okay. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. Uh-huh. I don't really like him as a lead in a movie. It's because you didn't watch Big Daddy a hundred times growing mm-hmm. up. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. You don't have that connection. Well, I don't like male actors. I like, you know, That's Sam's right. the opposite. Sam's a misogynist. Yes. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. uh, I'm a reverse misogynist. Mm-hmm. I love Paul Thomas Anderson <laughs> and Hurting Women. <laughs> Which he did, right? He, he did. What? He did push Fiona Apple out of a parked car. What? In the 90s. Do you think that... Bad. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's bad. But I'm like saying you like his movies and you like Fiona Apple, so I'm wondering what yeah, the general yeah. consensus is. Uh, not I, that it's not. I don't endorse that. No, no, no. I just, I just try not to think about it. Yeah, yeah. I um. So my, I'm yeah. sure my Rudolph does too. It took it, it took me until the age of 26 to separate the artist from the art. Yeah, I was forced Used to, to by J.K. Rowling. I will never listen to R. Kelly. I will never. And now you Watch listen to admission whenever movie. you wake up. Exactly, it's my alarm. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it reminds you to fight the good fight. Actually, now now that we're on the topic of R. Kelly, um, <laughs> and I are engaged. Woo! Um, he does make me shave my entire pussy and go, "Yeah, you're 13." Every time we fuck, but that's besides. You the have point. to call him 13. No, you he have to calls say me yeah. 13. Oh, he says yeah, he you're said, 13. Yeah. No, we're oh. both 13. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. It's not weird. Which is both. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that feels Let's good. Let's do some awards. Okay. Oh, wait, ask me about the thing. Oh, uh, well, okay. Or do we do that after that? Um, Jake, your favorite movie that we've watched so far on the podcast has been Natural Born Killers. Is Mixed mm. Nuts better than Natural Born Killers? <sighs> I'm going to say yeah. Hell yeah! This is your favorite movie you've watched on the podcast. Uh, this version of the podcast for the oh, well, actually, no. It's my favorite. It's my new favorite. I think I like Cape Fear the most. Uh, okay. I'm... But no, no. It's not. It's this. It's this. Okay. Makes nuts. Wow. Of this, okay, but not better than like every Tony Collette movie. Oh God, no. Oh, okay. What's your favorite Tony Collette movie? What did? It, what was the last one? Probably about a boy, right? <laughs> um. Oh, what, what about the one of the... I didn't see Dream Wars yet. The guy that goes to all the different places, and he... <laughs> oh, that was it. to figure that out what it. to do. No. <laughs> I think it was actually... Um... Is it better than Clock Watchers? Is we already asked. Probably Hereditary. Oh, yeah. Mm, but I can't oh, watch that that much. So. Also, um, I know... I was watching... When I was watching Pig last night, um, I noticed how fucked up Alex Wolf's nose looked, mm-hmm. and I think that he might have permanently fucked it up Probably. when he when he method acted during Hereditary. Method acting is so dumb because he smashes his face into the desk. Oh, and he, he wanted broke to his really nose do in it in real life. Oh, and did the the young woman also method act her head coming off in that film? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. she's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One take. Here we go. Uh huh. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> the young woman. But. And then. I don't know. Her I don't name. know why it's funny. <laughs> and Tony Shapiro. also cut her own head off as well. Yes. Um, but then I looked at pictures of Alex Wolf before Hereditary, mm-hmm. and his nose looked completely different. So I think that he might have permanent. Or maybe wow. he tried to get it fixed. Like a plastic surgeon tried to fix it and fucked it up. 
Do you think of Alex? No, it just looks like regular fucking. Do you think of Alex Wolf is in the same category as like Selena Gomez and mm. uh, D- Demi Lovato? I no, say Demi. he's a bad Demi, Demi, <laughs> Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Um, Demi Moore. That's my yeah. Setting. Demi Moore. Yes. Yeah. We know. We know. <laughs> I think that Alex Wolf is for sure more devoted to the craft than Selena Gomez. Oh, pshaw. Probably on less drugs than Selena Gomez, but <gasps> we don't know for sure. She had a kidney transplant. Oh, whatever. <laughs> right? What? I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, here on the Tony Awards, <laughs> we give three awards to everything we watch. First of which is best prop. So, Tucker, what was your best prop? Oh, so sorry. I I come up with three oh. yeah awards. <laughs> so you guys go first on these ones, okay? And I'll go third. Yeah. What was your best prop, Jake? Mine was Haley Joel Osment. Uh, <laughs> he so he shows up at the end uh, when Felix climbs on the roof, and he goes, "It's Santa," and it's clearly him. Do you remember that now? No. And I'm like, ah, oh, another Tony crossover. Oh, true, true. Okay. Um, my best prop was the gun that the guy in the phone booth uses to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> if he calls back, he's not dep- or like yeah, what was it? If, he, yeah. if he's really upset, he'll call back. Yeah, uh, mine was the. It's a tie between Adam Sandler's ukulele and Adam Sandler's Venetian captain boat captain hat. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I thought it just added to the nice uh, to his effect ambiance ambiance. Uh, the next award is Best Juliet Moment. Uh, mine was when she gives birth in approximately two seconds. Did <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> some good face, like, breathing acting. Yeah, during that. yeah. Uh, mine was when uh, Felix first arrived at the uh, apartment office with mm. a gun and she was eating a rib and she goes, you know what? We're in the middle of dinner right now, okay? So pointing <laughs> the gun at her. <laughs> I'm going to go Juliet as a uh, makeover specialist. I think mm-hmm. that's really where she shines uh, in yeah. this film. Definitely. Agree. Agree. Uh, the next award is a custom award. Sure. Mine was Best Original Song, and it goes to Madeline Kahn in The Elevator, uh, oh, yeah. which I also love an elevator <laughs> that, that has, instead of walls, just has, like, screens. That I thought was very Technically, cool. it's probably safer if you get stuck in it. Because you could... Uh, yeah. Well, no. No, they were like me- it was like metal. It was like <laughs> yeah. But she, uh, she was stuck in the elevator on Christmas Eve. Stuck in the elevator. Come get me, please. And, and yes. then the and then the it's like an automated piano thing, and it starts going too fast for her to keep up, and she's like, uh, uh, never mind, and turns it off. <laughs> um, mine was most dated scene award to the scene where uh. Steve Martin's girlfriend, Susan, breaks up with him over the phone and she says, well, first, I liked it. That was funny. Cause she mm-hmm. goes, my psychiatrist thinks we should break up. He's like, you don't, you're seeing a psychiatrist? She's like, no, I've been dating one for four months. Ha. But then, <laughs> uh, so this whole scene, he's like carrying a landline around the office. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, wow, we don't have those anymore. And then the other part of it, she says she wanted to fax him instead. That's oh, yeah. But he doesn't have a fax machine. And whoever did. Um, whoever did. My family actually had a fax machine growing up. Wow. Did you send faxes as a kid? (laughs) Yes. I did. All the time. Nice. To random numbers. Um. (laughs) Uh, okay. So my award was the most similar type of OCD award. 
given to both John Stewart and Parker Posey mm. for looking for the right shaped tree for two yes. hours. <laughs> they were in the Christmas tree farm for two hours and they were looking for just the right shaped tree. Yeah. And apparently their trees were ruined just by dropping them. <laughs> <laughs> like two feet. So, uh, yep. They they win the most similar type of OCD. Yeah. That's why they were together. Bored. Amazing. Uh, so that's it for the podcast. Yes. Hail Paymon. Uh, yeah. We'll see you next week for Strange Days. Strange Days, Mixed Nuts. In every pothole there is hope. Exactly. Wow. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye. <laughs> I gotta go watch Search Party. Yeah, I you do. Use the bathroom.